Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower women to prioritize their dreams, revolutionize their families, and personalize their faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a therapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to improve their lives and yours. With me today is Marie. Welcome to the show, Marie. Hi, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. Tell me your question for me today. So I um, have a daughter. She's about a year and a half years old, and I do plan to have more kids in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I, you know, have started to raise her, I've been wondering how does my relationship with my mother um, and how I've been raised and how I interact with her, how does that affect how I parent my daughter and mm. any future kids? That's a great question. I want to answer that with a question. <laughs> okay. So have you had things or situations come up with your daughter where it feels like leftover emotions from your childhood coming up? Sometimes, mostly I'm just for right now, I'm very aware of the way that I talk to her and Mm. the way my mother talks to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for example, when I was growing up and whenever we would go like clothes shopping or whatever, back to school shopping, my mom would frequently make me and my sister feel a little bad about our bodies Mm. based on the way that she would talk about her body or, you know, comments that she would make about clothes that we would try on. And so I'm very aware of, you know, when she's talking about herself, even though my daughter doesn't understand how the words that she's saying about herself and the way that it's going to impact her, or if we go clothes shopping together for my daughter Mm -hmm. and, you know, get something and she's like, oh, well, I don't know if she'll look good in that. Like she's a year and a half. She's pretty much (laughs) going to look good in anything. Yeah. It's just starting to pick up that it's like, okay, she's going to start understanding more and more. And how do Mm -hmm. I break some of those patterns, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're worried mostly about your mom's influence on your daughter directly or on kind of how it's impacted you and then how you're going to pass it down or both? Both. Um, okay. Cause the other thing that I'm thinking about is I am the oldest of a couple kids. And so I very much felt like sometimes I had to parent them or I had to help parent my mother because she had some struggles that I had to help her with. Mm. And I don't want to pass that on to my daughter as well. I don't want her to feel like, again, if I have more kids that she has to help parent them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. So have you had a chance to work through any emotion about kind of being the parent when you were a kid? Not really. I mean, I've talked about it a lot with people, but not with like a licensed therapist or anything like that. Okay. In conversations with family or friends about it, were you able to connect with the emotion about it or more the thought and the memory? I feel like it's both. Mm -hmm. I I would think the thought and the emotion, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm not entirely sure, but Mm -hmm. I I think the emotion. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. First, I want to tell you that your daughter is really lucky to have you, Marie, that you're being so thoughtful about this already, and she's so young. So way to go. I just want to (laughs) reinforce, like, that's amazing. And the fact that you are aware of it probably means you're less likely to repeat things. So that's the good news. (laughs) 
Good. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, let's talk a little bit about setting boundaries with your mom when she's around your daughter. And then we'll go to that, the second piece of kind of how you can make sure you don't pass that on. Okay. So it is okay to set boundaries with your mom about body talk. You can ask her, you know, mom, when you are around me and my daughter, I do not want you to mention your own body negatively, my body or her body. And if you continue to do that, we're not going to go shopping with you or we're not going to be around you as much because it's damaging. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that something you already started to do that a little bit? So good. um, (laughs) It's going to sound bad, but I've done that about a couple things about a couple life choices where I've said, you know, this is my choice and thank you for your input, but I heard your opinion and I don't really need to hear it again. So thank you. Good job. Way to go. So (laughs) now do it with the body. Okay. The body image stuff. Okay. In addition to the body issues, what are some other fears that you have that you're going to pass down to your daughter? This is going to sound kind of weird. So I'll try and like explain it and word it as best I can. But my mom got married very young and had kids very young. She was 19 when she got married. I think she was Mm. 21 when she had me and she never had a chance. She never finished college. Mm -hmm. And so as me and my sister, um, not, she hasn't done it so much with my brother, but as me and my sister were growing up, she very much like pushed us to go to college Mm -hmm. and to finish college. And sometimes it felt more of, she wanted us to do that because she never had a chance to Mm-hmm. Rather than that's exactly what we wanted to do, even though, yes, I did want to graduate from college and I did. Right. And so now I did graduate. I got on to get um, another degree and I, you know, I'm starting to have kids and um, my sister just started her second degree as well. And my mom is like, oh, well, now if you have another kid, you can't quit school. You have to finish. And when I got married, she was like, oh, you have to finish your degree. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm worried about that because she feels so passionately about something she didn't get a chance to do that she's now kind of working on later in life, that somehow the fact that I got to do it or that I did it, I don't just the whole messy situation. I don't want to pass on to my daughter and any expectations that she has to go to school or not go to school or to become a mom or stay at home or work or whatever. Mm, Gotcha. Okay. So what I love about what you're saying is that you are aware that your mom being so firm in her conviction that you need to go to school is about your mom, not about you. (laughs) Right. So you're aware of that, which is, which is so great. And the way you prevent that with Mm -hmm. your daughter is by living your life prioritizing your dreams so you don't have to live through her. Okay. So in what ways are you already doing that? Taking care of what you want? Well, I, um, I have a full-time job and I finished school right before I had her, I finished my master's degree. And that was something I was very firm about. And I, Mm -hmm. not that I do what I want, but I do what's best for me so that I can be there for her. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. going to quit my job and become a stay-at-home mom because that's what sometimes I feel guilt that I should be doing because I know it's not what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good. So 
you staying true to your goals, your dreams, and keeping you know in mind the impact of your choices on her, mm-hmm. that is going to make it so it's less likely that you will look to her to live your unfulfilled dreams. Awesome. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so you're okay. You're you're on track. Okay. You're on track. Yeah. Are there any unfulfilled dreams that you that you have that that you're worried about passing on? I don't think so. I I think maybe more that she would pass on her unfulfilled dreams to my daughter, my mom would, but mm. again, I guess that's more about just setting that boundary, right? That mm-hmm. you know, this is her life, not yours. Right. And this is your child, not your mom's child. (laughs) This is your stewardship, not Mm -hmm. hers. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about taking care of the other children when you were a child. Tell me what that was like for you. It was hard. I think it's caused me to become like I was always told that I was kind of a mature, like mature for my age. Mm -hmm. And I would guess that it had a lot to do with that. My sister is about a year younger than me and my brother's about six years younger than me. So I just remember a couple of times that, you know, that she was out all morning doing whatever she was doing mm-hmm. and she came back around noon or one, like later in the day and she comes back in and we had like hardly any food in our house and my dad was at work and I was like, well, I guess we need to find some food somewhere. And she came back and I was like, well, she's all, have you eaten? And I was like, um, no, we didn't really have any food. So we, you know, we kind of made some food as best we could um, and, you know, clean the house. I remember she's not necessarily a neat person. So mm-hmm. I would always try and help my brother and my sister. We'd clean up because I'm a very neat person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we try and clean up the house to make sure it looked nice. And it just felt like I was maybe doing things that I, that she should have been doing. Like I, as you know, a nine or 10 year old, I don't necessarily need to be worried about how clean or dirty the house is. Um, Like it's my responsibility. Right. So you took on some grown up responsibilities as, Mm -hmm. as a child. Yeah. How do you feel about that as you talk about it right now? A little, maybe sad for younger me, a little Mm -hmm. frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it's, this is going to sound weird, but I mean, all the experiences that I've had have made me who I am today and I like who I am. So Mm -hmm. it's frustrating and it's sad. And I think sometimes it causes me to maybe become more frustrated with my mother now in the future Mm -hmm. or in the present when she tells me that she's having a hard time with like deciding what she wants to major in to graduate from college. I just get a little frustrated. Like, you know, you've talked to me about this before you, it's up to you. This Mm -hmm. is your decision. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take this on. Not like I used to. Good. Good job setting those boundaries. And I want to highlight that you can be sad and frustrated and like who you are. Okay. You can be sad for that younger version of you Mm -hmm. and still embrace who you are. So, okay. Yeah. You don't have to pick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you can hold all of that, allow yourself to be sad. Like younger me was burdened and that wasn't fair. And I'm sad and, you know, maybe resentment or whatever those feelings are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. Feel those feelings and 
what you're doing well is setting those boundaries now. Mom, you choose your major. Don't talk to me about it again. <laughs> I this is on you. Don't don't put it on me. Mm-hmm. And so that's really healthy. So you're doing that now. You're setting the boundaries that you weren't able to set when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And that's well, a that's way to, <laughs> Yeah, that's a way to protect and take care of your younger self. Okay. So way to go. Okay, good. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. And the fact that you're dealing with it, you're feeling the feelings, makes it less likely that you'll pass that on to your daughter. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) you sigh of relief, right? Yeah. (laughs) One thing that that may happen, though, is Mm -hmm. we either kind of, as humans, tend to do what we saw or what Mm -hmm. we experienced or go to the opposite extreme. So I don't want you to, to go to the opposite extreme of like, she can never take care of the other siblings or never, you know, help with household duties or participate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's part of an important part of growing up is learning how to be aware of other people. And, but the burden part is what you don't want to put on her. Okay. But give her the chance to learn how to nurture other people and participate in household responsibilities, but not carry the burden. Okay. Right. That was the painful okay. part for you. Yeah. Is that you felt like it was your job to do instead of mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's just part of being in a family. Uh-huh. That's hard to separate that burden from the, you know, just every day. This is your job responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so you will probably have more of a tendency to overcorrect than mm-hmm. to repeat okay. <laughs> because you're aware of it. Uh-huh. So watch for that. Okay. 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 Still require her to contribute to the family, mm-hmm. but also reassure her that you are the parent. And if you have a partner, I'm not sure if you have a partner yeah. or not, but that you're the parents. And that you will take care of things and you will take care of her. Okay. And then she'll have a sense of safety Mm -hmm. and learn how to participate as an active member of a family without feeling burdened. Okay. I think I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. I think you can too. I, (laughs) I know you can. So just to summarize, we talked about setting boundaries with your mom Mm -hmm. now and You've talked about ways that you're doing that. So continue to do that. Okay. Continue to feel those feelings of the little girl, because the mm-hmm. more you can grieve that, the less likely you'll pass that on. Okay. 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 That's going to be hard, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we talked about continuing to live your dreams. So you don't put that on your daughter. Okay. And then finally, we talked about not overcorrecting that pattern that you learned by not requiring anything of her. Mm-hmm. Make sure that she learns how to contribute, but doesn't feel that burden. Okay. Sound I good? I can do that. Yeah, okay. sounds I, good. <laughs> I know you can. Marie, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate your time and, and this great discussion. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. 
If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share, and rate it on Apple Podcast. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.